When you take care of yourself and your health, which is a top priority, that is majorly sexy and will help you to feel confident. Fit is not just your physical ability. It is a mindset and a way of life. When you treat your body well, your body reciprocates by performing optimally. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all of your podcast support. You guys rock. Every day I read your reviews and I see your subscriptions, shares, and I see your podcast love on social media. And it means the world to me to be able to empower y'all to create your dream lives And I feel honored for you to be spending your time right now with. I want to know which episodes you're tuning into and your meaningful takeaways. When you share, it lets me know what I should create more of for you guys. So send me a snapshot on social media and tag Mandy J. Ross and Pave Your Paradise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. So major news that I shared recently was that I launched my Patreon page. It's now up and I'm ready to serve you guys even more through it. I have my first community of patrons. Thank you, patrons. And I'd love you to be in it as well. There's lots of additional resources that I'm sharing on it. So to join the official Pave Your Paradise community where you'll be receiving tons of self-growth and self-love tips, techniques, and tools for your personal development toolbox, connect with me in live group calls, sweat, soul, and yoga sessions, and private coaching, plus be supporting the podcast and me on my self-love mission please visit my new page at www.patreon.com slash Mandy J. Ross. Boom. <laughs> I, I will say, guys, I'm in a little bit of a silly mood today. What's new? <laughs> so if y'all feel like I'm saying some wacky stuff at some point, you're forewarned. No, I'm just joking. Maybe. Anyways, for today's episode, I'm certainly very energetic, I will say, though. Are you guys ready? Of course you are. Okay, let's dive in. So I decided to create this episode on a topic that y'all keep messaging me questions about and one that can benefit you and in turn and in turn all of the areas in your life. My last episode was on how to feel more confident, sexy, and charismatic. When you take care of yourself and your health, which is a top priority, that is majorly sexy and will help you to feel confident. Fit is not just your physical ability. It is a mindset and a way of life. When you treat your body well, your body reciprocates by performing optimally. I'm just going to get right into it. So today's show is all about health hacks for busy bodies because I know y'all have jam-packed schedules but want to take care of yourselves too. 
I'll be discussing all sorts of ways to quote unquote hack or cheat sheet ways for you to get yourself into a healthier body, mind, and spirit. This episode wouldn't have been possible had I not struggled with not knowing how to keep myself in optimal health. Since my teens, I've been obsessed with health and wellness. As someone who's obsessed with nutrition and a biohacking nerd, I've spent years researching all sorts of philosophies on health and diets, including what to consume, how and when to consume it, and the effect that diet has on the body and mind. So to kick things off, I thought I'd share a few hacks on diet and nutrition. Here's one that I absolutely love to do first thing in the morning. I drink a glass of room temperature water with fresh lemon squeezed in it. Now this morning drink will get your organs going and fresh lemon juice and if you feel like you can handle it, a little dash of cayenne pepper too. Both have major antifungal, immune boosting, and detoxification properties. Plus, lemon juice is nature's best tool for aiding in digestion and regularity. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Destroying bacteria and cleansing the system. All right, here's another one. Don't bring junk into the house. Duh. (laughs) It sounds simple and easy, but for many of us out there, it is not. If you're easily swayed to nosh on chips, cookies, and ice cream, keep the processed snacks out of your house. This simple trick makes healthy eating easy. Out of sight, out of mind, right? And another solution is to make your own healthy snacks so when cravings hit, and you know they will, you will have delicious and nutritious options to turn to. One of my favorites is baking a batch of healthy cookies, what I like to call my love bites, or protein balls. Eat more fat. Yes, you heard me correctly. People who snack on healthy fats, like a handful of almonds, eat fewer calories over the course of the day because they feel more satisfied. So don't skimp out on fat. It keeps you fuller for longer, so you will, in turn, eat less. And one of the things I've studied over the years is the correlation between healthy fats and the way that they affect our moods. And it's very interesting that, especially when there's a significance of omega-3s, that will positively boost hormones within our brains and because of that it actually makes us feel happier so some of the what i like to call good mood foods to consume are walnuts avocados flax seeds and coconut i'm sure there's a recipe out there that combines all of those and that actually all of those sounds so good to me right now but anyways on to the next one there's so many tips i want to tell you guys today so i will try to keep it short and sweet with each one all right this next one's gonna make you out there who like to go on your social media and be scrolling and scrolling you're gonna be really happy with this one use instagram or facebook or snapchat or pinterest or whatever you use with a purpose make a board of must make meals filled with weeknight go-to's or snacks or dinners or whatever's so that you can plan and prep your meals and you know right where to turn to or scroll to when you need a recipe in a jiffy Take it a step further and organize recipes by category like dinner, snack, vegetarian to get more variety in your diet. All right, here's a biggie. This is probably one of the most important ones to be very honest with you guys that I'm going to say in this entire list of tips. Carry a water bottle. Yes, I slowed that one down because it's so important to your health and wellness. 
Hydration is a vital part of being healthy, so you need to make it a priority to carry a water bottle around with you and refill it throughout the day. And I'm not saying this to harp on you. I'm not saying this to control what you do during your day. But when you carry it with you, it's so much easier to make sure that you get enough liquid, especially H2O, in your system throughout the day. And if you're active, you need to replace what you lost through sweat as well. So just keep that in mind. Another tip, and this is one that I do try to follow every day, is to eat on a schedule. A person who eats roughly 2,000 calories throughout the day will often have more energy and tend to lose more weight than the person who eats the same amount of calories all in one meal. By skipping meals or ignoring your hunger cues, we actually force our bodies to run off of fumes. So you need to listen to your body when it says it's hungry and you'll find that it's easier to resist the temptation of overeating later at night. And I know there's some of you out there that are late night munchers <laughs> and I'm talking to you. All right, guys, I know so many of you out there are busy, so this one is going to make you happy. You can make breakfast in 90 seconds. Yes, you heard me correctly. Breakfast does not need to be a large production. You can keep it simple in the mornings when you have to be out of the house fast. Homemade breakfast smoothies are a fast, simple and in my opinion, extremely delicious way to grab a meal in the morning using only a blender. All you have to do is combine your preferred nut milk, frozen berries, whatever protein powder you like to use, a green like kale or spinach. I tend to chop and freeze these too so they're quick to throw in and so they don't spoil in the fridge. Some nut butter or MCT oil and whatever powdered supplements if you take any and ice, and voila, blend it up and you have healthy breakfast done. And if need be, you can even put a lid on it and drink it en route to your first destination. One of my favorite smoothie recipes right now is combining ice, unsweetened vanilla almond milk, French vanilla protein powder, a homemade pumpkin pie spice mix that I make, which is just ground cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and allspice, some sugar-free caramel syrup made with stevia, and stevia is great because it doesn't spike your blood sugar levels, and an extra dash of actual stevia, and of course, lots of love, <laughs> for a dessert-like breakfast or lunch. Mmm, just thinking about it makes me want to make one right now, but I have to stay on the podcast with you guys, so I will continue. All right, I want y'all to make friends with mushrooms. No, I don't mean that. Those kind of mushrooms, although if you want to partake, by all means, have fun. I've mentioned this before, and I swear by the Ayurvedic philosophy of incorporating adaptogens into my daily diet. Now, adaptogens literally, what they are is that they adapt your hormones under stress to become back in balance. So whether you're dealing with physical stress from working out or mental stress just from life, they bring the body back into equilibrium through natural roots such as ashwagandha and reishi and others. Ancient medicine is so, so good for us and has been nourishing bodies for centuries. So it's definitely worth incorporating into our daily lives as a health hack. Another very important tip, catch some Z's. Yes, you heard me. Getting enough shut-eye at night, hopefully not too much snoring, goes a long way to protecting your body. Because hormones are regulated while you sleep, people who get quality sleep on a daily basis tend to make better food choices and have slimmer waistlines. Not to mention, for all of you out there 
who I know a lot of you work out and are very active, your recovery happens especially during your sleep hours. So it's imperative that you get enough Z's. All right, moving along, but still sticking with the diet and nutrition, I'm going to get into grocery shopping hacks. So number one, you want to stockpile healthy snacks. Say sayonara to the office candy stash or a drive through when midday hunger strikes. Keeping healthy snacks on you at all times, piling them in your office drawer, and that could be at home or at the office, fridge, gym bag, and purse. Convenient go-tos could be things like nuts, homemade trail mix, fruit and nut bars, fresh fruit, obviously not too much as you want to make sure you're not consuming too much sugar, single serving nut butters, dried edamame, and air popped popcorn. If you have a refrigerator, then you can stock up on yogurts, on cheeses, on hard-boiled eggs for protein-packed snacks. All right, this is a favorite of mine. Choose alternatives. This is a really easy way to slim down and actually consume healthier foods and more vegetables. By making a simple swap in your eating routine, by choosing alternatives to high calorie, typically low nutrient foods, you can make a huge difference in your health and wellness. Now here's a bonus. These alternatives generally have a lower glycemic index and glycemic load, meaning they won't spike your blood sugar as much as simple carbs. Okay, so some of my favorite swaps. Instead of using regular white potatoes and making french fries, I love baking sweet potatoes, rutabaga, or butternut squash fries. Mm. Instead of using or eating white rice, I like to do cauliflower rice. Instead of eating buns, especially white buns, I like to wrap things with lettuce leaves or cabbage leaves. And I do little lettuce wraps. I mean, lettuce wraps and cabbage leaves, you can put so many amazing things in there. It doesn't matter if you eat meat or if you're vegan or vegetarian. There's so many different cool recipes that are available where you can stuff so many delicious ingredients in those little wraps. Instead of cream, especially in sauces, you can turn to nut-based sauces Hello, cashew cream. So good, right? Am I right? <laughs> okay, one word for y'all. Hummus. Yes, I'll say it twice because I love it that much. Hummus. I literally put that bleep on everything. No, seriously. Unhealthy condiments can be replaced with hummus. I'm not saying to replace them all. They don't all need to be tossed out. And plus, you can make other healthy condiments at home too. But... Hummus goes well with so much that I honestly, okay, this is truth reveal here. I will literally go through tubs of it. <sighs> Anyways, let's get on to <laughs> the next point. Okay, so instead of noodles, I like to do zoodles, aka zucchini noodles. I've also seen uh, sweet potato noodles. Spaghetti squash is another great alternative. Or if you want something very similar to the real deal noodle, one thing that has literally changed my eating life are shirataki noodles. Now, these are noodles typically found places like Whole Foods or health stores usually have them. I actually find them a lot of times at Asian markets or Asian grocery stores. They seem to be quite popular there. So I usually buy them there and they're typically a little bit cheaper too than these kind of big box, big name 
uh, health food stores. They might look strange because they come in a bag with liquid. Just to give you guys the FYI, I've cooked with them many times and I honestly can't get over how similar they are in texture, feel, and taste to real pasta. So if you guys are looking for a good noodle alternative, I would highly suggest shirataki noodles. I'm indifferent towards the brands. I've tried different brands. I've even tried ones that aren't made with shirataki. They're made with other ingredients, but usually they're super low in calories. There's like no carbs typically, and they honestly are a perfect solution. You put any sauce on top of them and taste like the real thing. Okay, you guys know I could not do an alternative section without suggesting a dessert alternative. Okay, one of my favorite alternatives to ice cream, who loves ice cream out there? I do, I do, is nice cream. Yes, you heard me, nice cream. It even sounds beautiful, but what happens with nice cream is that when you freeze ripened bananas and then blend them with a bit of nut milk and your favorite ice cream flavorings, it becomes nice cream. It is so good. Another thing that I do is I also hunt down recipes of my favorite dishes, searching for healthier versions. And oh my goodness, Google is a gold mine of good and good for you recipes. All right, this one is one that I've done for years. Create a shopping list. Plan your meals and build a list. When you shop from a list, unnecessary temptations don't land in your grocery cart. Another tip for grocery shopping, don't go when you're hungry. It's tried and true, tested. Do not go grocery shopping when you're hungry and do not go to Costco, let me tell you. Do not go to Costco when you're really hungry because if it happens to be a day when there is a sample down every aisle, you probably are going to be far more tempted if you have not had something to eat in a while. And they will tempt you, my friends, they will tempt you. When you create a shopping list, I can guarantee your bill and you will be more fit and happier as a result. And even easier, something that I do, sometimes I'll stick a sticky note on my fridge and I'll just make note of what I'm running out of in the kitchen for different stores. But another thing that I love doing is just having an ongoing grocery list on my notepad on my smartphone because that way, A, I'm saving paper, but even more importantly, I can change it at any time regardless if I'm home or not. So if I remember when I'm out that I need something, I can just add it to my phone list right away. One thing I've really gotten into the habit of is trying to create really good systems and routines and habits and really trying to follow through on them in my life. And one of them is to do a signature grocery shop once per week. Now, I understand you guys are busy and popping into a grocery store on a daily basis is literally just a waste of your precious time. So instead, you can organize your schedule and plan to do grocery shopping at a set time every week to be more efficient or like I do on the weekends, what I tend to do is to go to Costco for certain items over every other weekend, alternating with a regular grocery store for other and specialty items on the weekend that I don't go to Costco. And I'm not going to lie. I usually, yes, grab that. I always end up buying food during the week that I suddenly want because I'm a huge foodie, but doing a big routine grocery shop once a week makes that happen a lot less. Making your life even easier, opt for pre-chopped veggies. There is a produce god and he has conveniently chopped everything you could possibly desire and he's put them into easy to purchase portions. If you have trouble cutting up butternut squash 
or you have a crying fest when you're chopping up an onion, then just buy them pre-cut. All you need to do is cook and eat them. You can stock up on things like diced onions, tomatoes, bell peppers, celery, broccoli, cauliflower florets, diced butternut squash, and baby carrots to make your life easier. And a lot of the alternatives that I mentioned, pretty much I think every single one of them I've seen pre-cut and done for you in store. It's literally and virtually impossible to have an excuse to not eat healthy. All right, here's another one. Shop the salad bar. If you're having trouble eating all of your veggies before they go bad, or you need only a small amount of something for a recipe, then try this alternative approach. You can just buy the right amount that you need and pay by the ounce from a grocery salad bar. It'll end up saving you prep time too. You can try adding common salad bar items to meals like omelets, stir fries, or even homemade pizza. And FYI, love cauliflower crust as an alternative. And here's another tip. If you find that things go bad easily, you can also freeze them in Ziplocs like I do. What I like to do is either I cut them up or if I'm just going to buy a bunch of items, I will put things like ginger, garlic, cloves, even bananas that are really ripened. I'll cut them up so I can make nice cream. Hello. <laughs> and then what I do, you don't want to put those all together too, obviously. But what I do is I chop them up. I stick them in a Ziploc and then I flatten them out and I will stack them in the freezer so they're really organized. I can see them easily. And that's a great thing about Ziplocs because they're clear. I can see right away what's in the bag. That's why I don't usually like freezing unless it's um unless it's like a meal leftover. I don't like freezing items like that in bulky containers because sometimes you can't see it. Sometimes it's in the back of your freezer and you're like, how long has this been here? You know, and they're also sometimes they waste a lot of space if they're too big and like you only have a little amount that you need to store. So I just prefer using the Ziploc method. Another hack is to shop at the farmer's market. It's nearly effortless to fill up on fresh local produce and other items when you gather your food at a farmer's market. Sometimes farmers markets can have a rep for being really pricey, but seasonal produce is often competitively priced with what you'll find at a grocery store. As long as you can bypass the cedar donuts and other sweet treats, you're golden. And supporting local is always in style. All right, all you chefs out there, I'm going to get into some cooking hacks for you now. So here's one. Prep for meals in advance. Being proactive about meal planning can save a lot of time and stress in the long run. While the upfront work may sound scary, you'll be thankful when you find yourself running late and only have a few minutes to eat. So pick a day or a night to prep several meals that you can simply warm up throughout the week. Or take the time to separate your snacks into portion control bags that you can grab on your way out the door. Raw veggies are always a simple, nutrient-dense option, with hummus of course, and tons of apps are available to meal plan or feel free to connect and send me a message as I help to coach people through health and wellness programs and I'm always happy to help y'all. Alright, when cooking time hits, it's okay to fall back on your family favorites. Instead of racking your brain and reinventing the wheel every single week, have a list of healthy recipes that you know your family will enjoy. This means meal plan this makes meal planning easier and saves you time in the long run. Working with recipes that you know by heart makes cooking less of a hassle. Honestly, we want this to be so simple and easy. That's why it's a hack. 
And I will say, use Google to find healthier alternatives. So if you have a signature dish and you know that your family loves it, but you know it's probably not the healthiest for them, you can always Google and see if someone else has come up with the recipe. And more than likely, there's one that exists out there that's probably still delicious that you can use instead. This one's a biggie. Plan for leftovers. If you're prepping a large meal, double the batch. Prepare one to serve and the other to put in the freezer or fridge. This way you have double the food, but half the mess and half the effort. You can also use the ingredients from the meal to throw into something else to make it into something like a salad or a stir fry or whatnot for a filling lunch for the next day. Blend your veggies. Mmm, I love smoothies. And smoothies or fresh juice are a great way to get a few servings of fruits and veggies in your diet. Smoothies make a great breakfast or snack, as I mentioned before. You can make them yourself so that you're in control of the ingredients. Now, if you're making it a meal or you want a snack that lasts, you can blend fruits and veggies with proteins and healthy fats like cashews, nut butters, avocado, or coconut oil. All right, now for these mason jar salads. Not only do these look awesome, but they also make salads fun and functional, two of my favorite words. So no more weird containers that don't fit right in a lunchbox. And let's be real, we want these to actually be dishwasher friendly, not those weird containers that never seem to fit. So you can prep your salad in a mason jar by filling the bottom of the jar with something like a simple vinegar-based dressing. And then you can put toppings like chickpeas or grilled meat or chopped veggies, feta or vegan cheese, apples, nuts, and seeds, and lots of greens at the top. And this is the great part. You just seal it tightly with a lid. And when you're ready to eat it, you just shake the jar and dump it into a bowl. Easy peasy. Once you start using this method, you'll probably start taking salads to work a lot more often. This one sounds pretty obvious, but I'm just going to say it because some people might not think it is. Stock your pantry. Pantry staples make it easy to whip up a dinner in no time flat. Convenient pantry items include things like low-sodium canned beans, canned tuna, diced tomatoes and tomato sauce, nut butter mixed nuts, unsweetened dried fruit, uh, whole grains or some of those veggie alternatives I mentioned. And guys, it shouldn't take you tons of effort, tons of time, and tons of bandwidth because let's be real, at the end of a workday, you don't want to be slaving over a hot stove. Maybe some of you do, but I'm going to assume the majority of you don't. But you still want to eat delicious and nutritious food and be able to make it for yourself and not have to always be buying stuff out. So there is no excuse for eating like crap. That is my main takeaway from all of these health hacks. No, I'm just joking with you. But you guys know what I mean. There's really no reason why you can't incorporate some of these health hacks into your life to make it easier to be eating and feeding your body full of nutrient-dense food. Two more hacks about nutrition and then I'm going to move on. So one thing that I introduced recently on my social media was the concept of protein pacing. So when it comes to eating for weight loss, better health, and athletic performance, it can get confusing about what and when to eat. If this is something you've been curious about, I totally understand as I've been there too. My solution for you in this case is to try protein pacing. So this is a scientifically proven combo of eating healthy lean protein foods at the right time of day to maximize health and performance. Consume more than 1.4 grams of protein per kilogram daily. 
spread the protein over four to six meals per day, and consume about 20 to 30 grams of protein or 25 to 35% of your total protein intake per each meal. By consuming protein throughout the day, you can maximize muscle maintenance during weight loss and muscle building when combined with exercise. Double win, yay! Protein intake alone can stimulate your metabolism more than compared to carbohydrate and fat as it requires more energy to process and can also increase satiation. The best part, you can build muscle and burn fat without severely restricting calories because ain't nobody got time or tolerance for fad diets or feeling hangry. Food for thought when you want to eat for weight loss, better health, and athletic performance. Since I started protein pacing, I've noticed a significant difference in my body composition, and I love the feeling of watching my body positively transform. All right, I've had a lot of you guys ask me about intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is a topic that I could literally do an entire episode on, but I'm just going to give you the bare bones of it. And for those of you who want more in-depth information, just shoot me a message and I'd be happy to share more with you about it. So As you figured from its name, intermittent fasting is a diet plan where you fast for a set period of time during the day. It's usually between 16 to 20 consecutive hours, and you eat during the other 48 hours of the day. So while fasting, you are allowed to eat and drink calorie-free foods. Think coffee, tea, and water. The more time you spend fasting every day, the better your results. And you can do these fasts as often as you like. Again, the more often you do them, the better it will be for you. Now, following this diet plan is super simple. All you have to do is choose a period of time during the day that you'll fast. This should be between 16 to 20 hours. The longer you fast each day, the better. Don't worry about counting calories or carbs. Just focus on going about your day until it's time to eat. Personally, I like to do 12 to 8 p.m. or 1 to 9 p.m. as my eating window. So I do a 16, 8 hour fast. Eating this way has many benefits in regards to weight loss. The first is that when you're fasting, your body will be forced to use its stored body fat for energy. Burning calories this way instead of from food you're eating throughout the day will help you not only lose weight, but weight from any excess body fat you're carrying. This means that you won't just be thinner, but you will also look better and be much healthier than if you lose weight the old-fashioned way. Intermittent fasting, or IF, can help optimize the release of the key fat-burning hormones in your body. This is especially true for the two most important hormones, human growth hormone, or HGH, and insulin. And guys, since I started intermittent fasting months and months ago... I honestly have noticed a huge difference in my body composition as well. At first, I was concerned that I would be hungry. I was concerned that I would be low energy. And it's really interesting the stories we make up before we try some things sometimes because the total opposite happened. I haven't been hungry and my energy levels have actually skyrocketed because of my fasting. So just goes to show, try something and see how it works for you. All right, guys, I've loaded your plate up with nutrient-dense diet hacks. Now it's time for exercise and fitness tips. And I'm going to keep these ones short and sweet. So I'll dive right in. Number one, stretch every day. And you guys know how much I am a fan and a walker more than a talker of stretching. Stretching is one of the most crucial aspects, not only to working out and getting physically fit, but also to improving overall health and flexibility. Stretching every day keeps joints flexible while also preventing repetitive stress or strain syndrome caused by overusing a part of the body without proper care. Burn calories while busting a move and laughing while you're at it. By dancing! 
Yes, it's one of the best full body exercises out there and studies show letting loose on the dance floor improves flexibility, reduces stress, and is good for your heart and can also be a solid cardio workout. Listen to music or your favorite podcast for a more intense workout. It's no coincidence that a workout tends to be more exhilarating when some upbeat jams are playing. And I'm just going to say this. I don't know how y'all do it out there who don't listen to anything during a workout. Love you. I'm not sure how you do it. I would love to know because I honestly get so ramped up when good music is playing during a workout. It's insane. Like next level insane. Make your workout a routine in order for you to stick to it. Now, this one is big for me because I love consistency and consistency is a key especially when you're dealing with a jam-packed schedule. The benefits of exercising every day, or at least in a set schedule, are often greater than getting in one or two intense sessions over the course of a week. Now, most studies report serious exercisers should carve out at least 30 minutes, three zero minutes a day, at least five days a week in order to get in a good workout and remain in peak physical condition. Exercise in the mornings for all day energy. Okay, here's a covet here. If the only time that makes sense for you that you can absolutely work out happens to not be the mornings, then by all means, I'm not saying skip the workout. What I'm saying here is if you can do it in the mornings, it will usually result in you having increased energy throughout the rest of your day. It's because it gives the body's metabolism a much needed jumpstart after slowing down during sleep and it increases your focus while you're on the job. Another hack, join a group either at a gym or in the community. Y'all know how I feel about F45, just saying. No, this is not a plug for F45, although I do love F45 and I do love the F45 community. But here's the thing, guys. Working out with a group or in organized sports not only creates more of an incentive to to create a routine with a workout, but it can also lead to improved results. Now, classes may be the best way for someone to learn new exercises because it's fun, high energy, and it's just a good vibes environment. Similarly, working out with a buddy or in a group tends to make a workout session more effective and last longer as well, according to studies. Join a challenge. Now, there's so many challenges I've seen, whether they're online, from things like squat challenges to 30-day ab challenges, and others from top fitness gurus in the industry. The best part about them is that Basically, the tips are entirely free and the motivation can be found online. So it's very easy to access and it's pretty typically simple and easy to follow. Another benefit is that if you're new, especially to exercising, then you get to challenge yourself, but at the same time, learn how to do a lot of exercises you might not be familiar with. And you get to become a part of an online fitness community or... Another option is, for example, at F45, they have an actual challenge that happens every so often so that you can join and it is a challenge to win a prize against others, but at the same time, you're challenging yourself to be a better version of yourself than you were before. So regardless of whether you want it to be an online challenge that you join or if you end up doing one in person or you just simply create your own challenge and stick to that for say 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever the case may be, 
it can have really positive effects on your long-term success. It would not be complete without setting goals and rewarding yourself when you meet them. This one is huge, guys. As humans, we love challenges, as I just mentioned, and we love rewards even more. So do yourself a favor. After you put in the time, energy, and investment of achieving a goal, Spoil yourself for the win. You deserve it. The challenge of shedding weight, gaining mass, or achieving a big health and wellness goal is certainly no joke. And becoming physically fit can be a true challenge with many obstacles. Each one can have hurdles that should be rewarded with some sort of self-praise. So make a list of goals that can be met in a step-by-step order with matching rewards to be enjoyed when each goal is achieved. For example, maybe you buy a new smaller pair of jeans after losing 10 pounds, or maybe you reward yourself with a new workout outfit to wear to the gym when you achieve a lifting goal. Rewards can create an incentive for yourself to work out and are reminders to stop and reflect on the hard work done in each step of the journey. Boom! That is actually a beautiful philosophy that can be taken and applied to all areas of your life. Okay guys, last but not least, I couldn't do this episode about health hacks without including a few happiness hacks for mental health health. So here are two for you to use today to flourish. Use gratitude as a vehicle. Our negativity bias makes it so easy to focus on all the things we don't have in our lives or the things that are going wrong. But here's the thing. Gratitude is a gateway emotion to more positivity. Finding ways to tune in and appreciate more of what you have is an easy way to start boosting your levels of happiness right now. And find meaning in your struggles. When you search for a way to weave a story of growth through even your toughest of times, it helps you to find peace with trauma and struggle that you've dealt with. These two together, the attitude of gratitude and really focusing on the learning rather than the failures that you've had in life can really boost happiness levels. Hackity hack and please come back. All right, guys, I did give you a warning at the beginning of this episode that I was feeling a little bit more silly and playful than I usually am. And I will say in part, a lot of it has to do with these hacks that I have shared with you today. Today, we went over diet and nutrition hacks. We went over exercise and fitness hacks. And last but not least, we went over some happiness hacks. All right, guys, on that positive note, that's it for this episode. And I just want to leave you with this message. Obviously, the sole work for this week is to just try to incorporate a few of these hacks into your daily life to make it easier for you to live healthier, happier, and more harmoniously, but mostly healthier. (laughs) And if I can do these things, you most certainly can too. A lot of what I said, you can use it like a buffet. If some of the stuff is great and works for you, put it on your plate. If it doesn't apply or you're not too thrilled about it, then don't put it on that plate of yours. Take what you want and leave the rest. My biggest intention and my biggest hope is that it can help you to make life a little easier when it comes to living healthier. Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. 
Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.